In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man! Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 299 of the Call Joe Mez podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is... I'm Joe, from the Car Joe Mez podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. How you doing? I am spectacular. Sultan of spectacular. I'm the godfather of good. I may even be the godfather of great, now that I think about it. This is what I like to hear to start the show, baby. Yeah. Gomez, did you know there's going to be a little Car Gomez trivia? Did you know that we set a record for last week's episode, most downloaded episode in the history of the Car Gomez podcast? Whoa, look at us. That's awesome. We are wildly famous and now rich, probably, I assume. I assume I that internet see- money is just rolling in. I haven't checked the bank account, but I'm sure the zeros are just woo. I, I we're just like Canada, just sitting here waiting on that internet money. <laughs> internet makes money. Give us some of that. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to us. Absolutely, thank you for all the new listeners, new subscribers. Um, I will say, I think the country of India had something to do with it, yeah. based on the success of the movie Runter Rust Romsley. But uh, as long as you stick around, that's uh, all well and good because we're going to keep talking about stuff. Maybe you'll delete us after that. But, you know, who knows? Listen, you don't got to listen. Just let it download. That's okay. Just let it download, baby. Just let it download, baby. (laughs) Uh, But remember, if you are subscribed or if you aren't subscribed, I should say, to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast remember to leave a five star review if you do screenshot it tweet it to us at car jomez and you could possibly win an autographed eight by ten from me and gomez just like today's winner joey huds who left five stars on itunes titled it a fistful of ravioli he said while other podcasts leave me asking what are we doing here car jomez podcasts taste great and are less filling if you like That's Amore Cowboy, then you'll love the follow-up, A Fistful of Ravioli. Mm. So, Joey Huds, thanks for the five-star review. Get into the DMs, and we'll send you a Car Jomez 8x10. Bro, I love ravioli, bro. It is so good. You know, it's funny you say that. I, I don't consider myself like a big ravioli guy, but one thing I love is fried ravioli. Oh, it's even better when you fry it up. Woo, so before good. I left New York, there used to be this place up in Howard Beach that was like a catering place. But only like the last couple of years I lived there, they started doing like takeout and delivery. Mm. And their fried ravioli was just unreal, like just unbelievable. And 
it got me hooked on fried ravioli, but like no place I've ever had it can ever match up. Oh, I'll make you some fried ravioli, baby. Gomez, I I, I appreciate the sentiment, but Come I on, baby. I don't want you to disappoint me. I never disappoint. Your belly knows what's up. Come on. No, you always do a great job when you cook me wonderful food, but I I mean, I don't know. This one may be out of your league. I make fried ravioli all the time. It's so good. But you're not authentic. Yeah, this is like when I go to the bargain pizza place and and find the the Cuban immigrant making my pizza. That happens a lot. <laughs> it does. I, so I would think they're good at it by now. I don't know. I, I, I like you know, like when Kramer brought over the Cubans to wrap the cigars, but then they were too tight. Like they were fugazi cigars. This is what I'm worried about. I get fugazi ravioli. Never that. They make fried ravioli now. You just warm it up. I love it. I don't even got to make it. I still make it once in a while, but I just buy the frozen one now and pop that shit in the thing. It's amazing so like how much stuff like just exists. Like when I was a kid, we used Nothing, to go visit bro. my great grandmother. She was like, I don't know, 900 years old. But I remember going to her house and she used to make her own ravioli, you know, like. Ooh. And so I used to sit there with her and use the fork to press down the two sides of the ravioli. Make sure all the the stuffing stayed in there. That's great. I love that. Well, you know that that's where I got all my culinary skills. <laughs> oh, is that where? Yes. Well, thank you so much, great grandma. <laughs> Nana, that's what we, she she was. Nana. Thank you, Nana. You've done a bang up job. <laughs> I want to say my culinary skills went when she did, so that was probably uh, thirty three years ago or so. Is that what happened? <laughs> That, that's why I've never been able to cook. I was mourning so much that I was like, I'll never cook again without you, Nana. It all makes sense now. And I Damn. never did. No, you got no food. You can't cook if you don't got no food. <laughs> now, I just did go food shopping today. First time in two months. Sky just said two months. You hear that, folks? My <laughs> man said, I just went food shopping for the first time in two months. Could you imagine not going food shopping for two months, folks? That's yes. not possible. It's you possible. Need to eat. Well, yeah, but like I was, I've been very busy. How's that Uber Eats looking? That's got to be like, oh shit! You know what? I may have pizza in the fridge. Because like, if I'm you're starving. Not, if you got no food, your Uber Eats thing got to be crazy. You, what are you? My ordering? Uber Eats thing actually isn't crazy because you just don't eat. <laughs> no, I mean that's obviously not true. Um, <laughs> Nine times out of ten, like I have a very small window to either get home or get back to sleep. So I place an order on like the Taco Bell app or the McDonald's app, run through the drive-thru quick, spend about eight bucks per day, and uh your bank account staying high like this. Eight bucks that's way better than Uber Eats. That's just the delivery charge. I mean, please exactly (laughs) what do you get? That isn't that frustrating? Like you even when you feel like you're not ordering a lot. It's a minimum of $35. I don't I don't do it because it's just it makes me insane. I just do not order Uber. It's just I'll just pick it up. I will leave my house. It's just I cannot. It's crazy. I've seen $15. I'm like, $15. You already buried $15. $15, I do a backflip. <laughs> like that's crazy to me. But I to see me, $15. I'm like, to fuck me, off. there's no there's nothing lower than $35. Oh. I wish. Whether whether it's pizza. Uh, Chinese food, uh, barbecue—like it feels like everything starts at thirty-five bucks. 
But when you get that fee, are you ordering extra food? So you're like, well, I'm just going to get extra food. So I'm well, gonna deal I with this feel shit at this point, like if they're going to charge me $115 right? delivery fee, like I might as well. Exactly. I'll get three meals out of this. I get that too, 100%. But then it's never three meals. It's one. <laughs> oh, this will last me four days. The next day, shit. I <laughs> one <got> hour <laughs> later. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Goodness. Well, I'm glad you went food shopping. Let's see how long. Uh, let's mark it down. June 7. <laughs> let's see how long before he goes again. <laughs> you know what? It may be a while. This is unacceptable. <laughs> uh, Gomez, we had such a busy week. Outside of me just being busy in life, we're busy in the arts and entertainment world. And as we know, we are the admiral's extreme of arts and entertainment. That's right. We talked about last week how there was so much coming out. It doesn't stop. It just keeps on coming, like Smash Mouth. Like Smash Mouth says, "What's it go? Kids keep coming. Don't stop coming. The years keep coming, and they don't stop coming. (laughs) That's it. Well, the hits don't stop coming either. Not with Smash Mouth. The hits just keep coming, bro. Every week, my goodness gracious. I'm gonna start here, Joe. Did you go back to Stranger Things? I didn't start it yet. I still didn't start. I did." Oh, you did go back. What I did, and I, I only watched one more episode. Okay. I watched episode two. Okay. I'm still with it. Still okay. So right now, after two episodes, and now from based on my timeline, the Stranger Things hype is still there, but has slowed down very considerably mm, from everything I'm seeing on my socials. I, most of my socials have been what we're going to talk about later on. That's mostly what I've been seeing. Uh, Stranger Things has down, down, died down considerably. I barely see. Yes, it's crazy. I still it's so see crazy. people like bringing it up that it's... like they were just late to the party, so they're trying to jump on and be like, "Hey guys, remember that whole Stranger Things that you were into last week? Like, I just got to it. Isn't it crazy, bro? We've moved on by now. It's just I can't believe it. It's just my God. So, so yeah, after two episodes, um, basically we're still still in more setup. Sure. And um, we did get some uh, Eleven development. She's been bamboozling Mike, telling him fake stories. Basically, she's getting harassed out in California, but she's trying to make it sound like she has she's having the best time and she's got all these friends and she doesn't. And in this episode, she gets slushied like a member of the Glee Club. (laughs) Slushy. Oh fucking glee! You know, and now now we've uh we've lost our second kid who was just a uh, a kid of no consequence. They're just fodder there for the new demon devil thing that I don't even know if it has a name yet. I guess it's named after the Dungeons and Dragons villain this time around. Yeah, it has a yeah, it has it's a like name. Vecna. Like some shit like that. I heard. I saw a little stuff about it. I've so, never played no Dungeons and Dragons. That's a little too much for me. It's it's weird because I remember as a kid like knowing about it. Sure, but, it was always a thing. Yes, because like I'm in that age group where like I'm a little too young for it. Like I just wasn't old enough to be like advanced enough to actually be active in the Dungeons and Dragons thing. Like I knew of it, never watched yeah. the cartoon, never collected the toys, never had any of the, like the books or manuals or anything. But like I knew people who did like. You know, kind of older kids, like sixth grade, when I would have been like, I don't know, second or third, give or take. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I knew anybody who ever played anything. 
That's and it's like this most popular thing. And it's just it's never for me. I never uh... But like the, the thing too with me was I don't think I would have played it even even so. Like it's not like I just had yeah, it's just plenty not... of time to sit around with other people and build a campaign. No, that's what I mean. It was never uh, I was outside I was outside playing sports, like getting into trouble. Yeah, I was like sitting around. Yeah, my my age group was like Nintendo was the newest, hottest, biggest thing. Like that's what I really think of. So, you know, after school was Nintendo, not D and D Club. I guess if you didn't have D and D, you were fucking reading your little book and rolling your dice, right? I maybe, maybe you were the cool kid there, Joe. You had your Nintendo. I, you know, I don't think. I don't like putting myself over like that, but I think we all know where I fall on the coolness scale at this point. <laughs> so yeah, Stranger Things, I don't... I, there's nothing about it to hate. There really isn't. I'm not exactly loving it. I'm I'm into it, though. Like I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's see where they go with this. Well, that's a good thing. When you say you're so, into it, that's good. I'm, I'm still following it. Let's see where we go with this. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll get there eventually. You know, we're just we're circling around. I've been watching a lot of movies, stuff like that. You know, um, you know, like uh, my boy Papa Bear from the Card Foundation podcast. He's like, I can't believe I got to spend my whole summer listening to you talk about fucking Stranger Things every week. And I said, Hey, we don't. I, I'm done with this binging stuff now. <laughs> Listen, if it, if you if it was good enough, you'd be binging. I mean, you like you, it, but you're not loving it. If you, you loved what, it, though, you would have watched two episodes, probably. I, so I considered it, though. I had a day okay. this week where I watched my Stranger Things episode, and I said, you know what? I liked where I left off, which is one episode, and I'm good. Sure. Like, There's nothing I, wrong with consuming I let it, it like settle, that. You know, kind of let it play out in my head a little bit. And Sounds great. I considered watching another one, and I was like, you know what? Like, Let's just leave this alone right now. But you see, that, that would... That works for a show like this because it's all about mystery. So you got a week now of like, man, I wonder what happened to that kid. I wonder if the this thing and that, you coming up with things in your head, it makes it more fun. I will it? say, you know what? The first two episodes are pretty fucking scary with the the way they've killed I've these heard two the kids. Horror stuff is horror. I've heard it's pretty horror. So they they're possessed by this demon, and when like the demon finally takes over and first kills the cheerleader in episode one, and now kills uh, in this episode. This is a spoiler. I'm sorry for anyone you've already watched this shit, but uh, it's Nancy Wheeler's. She works like I guess like the school newspaper or whatever the fuck it is. But it's like some kid she works with there. He gets possessed now. But when they're killing them, it's like they get levitated and then their bones just start fucking snapping in weird directions. Ooh, that sounds gangster. And it's fucking like, oh, like it's fucking yeah. gross. So the look sound at. is probably crazy. 100%. Yeah. yeah, that sounds cool. That's what I mean. That's the one thing that was drawing me to the show was everyone was like, man, it's a, it's very horror. They're really nailing the horror this year. Well, I do, I do hear, and I haven't seen it as of yet, but they start leaning into some of the the big 80s horror at this point because now we're in 1986 so you have some of these big horror villains are uh critic you know critical mass in pop culture so that gets leaned into a little bit and they also do talk about uh like dustin makes the joke he's like oh you know how people say this town is haunted or is cursed you know maybe maybe it is like god damn it you're fucking right it up for once like who would live in this fucking town bro i'm gonna left after the first season there's the like some like doing? there's some old lady who reminds me of the crazy cat lady from the simpsons okay that's good 
And like she's in this episode going, ever since that girl Barb disappeared, this town uh, has been cursed. Fucking Bob. See that can't don't forget about Bob, bro. Never. <laughs> uh this week another show came back, Joe. I haven't started it yet. And I, I don't think you you watch it. Are, are you familiar with The Boys on Amazon Prime? So I have been hearing all about The Boys. So I think and this is for a couple you of years now. I, I believe this is season three now. Season three, yes. And one of my good friends brought it up the other day because I had, I had said, "Did you start Obi Wan?" To her, mm-hmm. um, because she was like heavy into Stranger Things, and I was like, ah, "I'm more excited about Obi Wan." I was like, "Did you mm-hmm. start that?" She's like, "No, I'm all about The Boys," and I've seen. That season three, like the debut episode, the premiere, was everyone on my feed was talking about how wild it was. And I've never seen an episode of this show, but I'm thinking this is something I'm going to have to try to start squeezing in here. Yes, I was going to say you should watch the one episode, watch the first episode, and within like 10, 15 minutes, you're going to know if this show was for you. You're going to the tone, the violence, everything. And I think it's a it's a great show because it's great. But it's great to have that different side of the superhero. You know, we get our Marvel and we get our DC. So and then we g- get give me like the just... elevator pitch of what this show is about. Uh, what if all the superheroes were jerks, bad guys? We're really, you know, not nice people. Okay, you know, so what if Iron Superman? Man. What if Superman, you know, he puts on a nice facade, but behind the scenes, he's like, go fuck your mother. I'm Superman. I'll do what I want. You know, shit like that. That would be me if I was a superhero. Exactly, right? You have that yes. power. Nobody could tell you shit, right? So, no. like, that's what the show is about. It's like, we're superheroes. Yeah. We're kind of in charge here. So, I love it for that for that reason. And uh, we didn't start season three, but I wanted to uh, see if it was on your radar. Because I do think you would, you would get a kick out of it. You just nah. sit there with your mouth open going, holy <laughs> shit, what the fuck did I just see, I bet. Like, I, I can picture it. <laughs> I've seen an awful lot of chatter about the beginning of season three uh, quite recently. So it's it's been on my radar as far as awareness, but it's not something I've ever uh, dove into. Yeah, definitely uh, put that on your watch list. Episode one, give it a shot. And it's great. Amazon does the thing where they drop a couple episodes and then they do the weekly. Okay. The weekly release. So uh, I'll get to it soon, but uh, so everyone who's uh, everyone's probably listening, going, "Yo, the boys!" They're probably all like, "Yes, Joe, watch the boys." Yeah, I'll, I'll feedback like probably be like, "Yeah, you should definitely watch." And I've it. heard about this show before too. It's not like this was the first time I've heard of it. Yeah, it's just not something I've uh, put any time into as of yet. But at this point, I'm gonna have to. Yes, I don't sir. like being left out, you know. No, no, you know, like I've always loved inside jokes. I just really hope to be a part of one one day. <laughs> Who does it, right? Everyone's laughing. What's so funny? Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> uh, speaking of shows that come back, Gomez, I don't know if this was on your radar at all. This one kind of caught me by surprise. The Orville with Seth MacFarlane just got brought back by Netflix. So I saw that this show was was coming on, like a new season was coming out, and I'm like, Oh, this show is still a thing? Like, I was, like, so confused. I was like, oh, this is a... So it lasted two seasons on Fox. It was it was fine. It was fine. It... We watched a couple episodes. Like, I, it wasn't the best thing. I watched, actually, thing. both seasons. It oh, was wow. Yeah, I did. Um, wow, okay. 
I liked it enough where it was sure. you know a nice easy like a sci-fi watch. It wasn't the show I was expecting it to be going in because I thought Seth MacFarlane. It's going to be like yes. a funny kind of Star Trek spoof, and it wasn't. It was like a an actual sci-fi show, sci-fi show with some funny stuff in it. But yeah, like that. but but it wasn't a yeah. straight up comedy. Hundred percent. Now I see it's brought back by Hulu and it's released. You go watch it now. And I was just like, where did this come from? Like the, what I've seen this week is like articles where uh, Seth MacFarlane is like talking shit about Fox or something about how they handle the show and stuff like that. So he's like, he's like really angry about it. I guess he really like, he's really into this, this show. Well, like he's a he was Star a, Trek guy. I guess he was a huge Star Trek guy yeah. and wanted so like, to this do is this like, because he was never going to get a chance to actually do something under the actual Star Trek brand. Which is not true. They've been doing some crazy stuff in Star Trek land. We but the thing is, it. so I don't follow Star Trek, yeah. but I follow a lot of people who do. There's like four shows on. And they all suck, apparently. I hear the one that's good is the cartoon, if you like that kind of okay, thing. Yes. I hear the, I, the Below that, Decks, that does, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah, I hear that one's good, but I hear Picard is fucking shit. Like, the, like you just have people so there, like why, like just please, like let it die at this. Yes, point. yeah, I hear, I hear that. So, so I guess Seth MacFarlane had this opportunity where he's like, I can give, I can fill that void in the, you know, for the people who want that kind of content and people I know who follow Star Trek or Star Trek fans, Trekkies. Um, they said they, I guess there was one episode. I don't know if it was the premiere of this new Orville season. But they're like, yo, the Orville just did Star Trek better than anything Star Trek has done in the past 20 years. Wow, that's crazy. But that's not nice. We don't love these new... We love these new Star Trek movies. That's... Come on. With the Chris Pine. Those are the so first, good I think the movies. first one is excellent. Second one's not so good. I like the third one, though. I do like the third one. Mm, I'm trying to think. I remember the second one. The second one was okay. The second one's okay. It's very long. Yeah. And they're doing the con thing without like building. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's stupid. But uh, then the third one I thought was like just a fun adventure. It wasn't like crazy or nothing. And then they announced this fourth one out of nowhere, supposedly. And then the stars were like, I didn't know we were doing another <laughs> movie. So I don't know if that's really happening. I mean, even but, that first one now is, God, what, that last, what was that, 2009, 2010? I, was gonna say, I think it's like 2009, 2010. So oh, a long crazy, time yeah. ago now. It's a long time ago, but yeah, I because I was never a Star Trek guy, I was always Star Wars. Star Trek was always a little too much, a little yeah. too nerdy. I, I yeah, I agree know? with that. To like me, wasn't Star fun. Trek was the thing, like it was always on TV and it was always on before something you actually wanted to watch. So you 100%. always kind of had to sit through it and be like, Oh, one will is just fucking end. Yeah, baby, watch Raw. It was on before Raw for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have to hear that stupid music. Dun, 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 dun. And then they make and the thing was, real small, put it yeah, in the corner. And, so and, could... and then the fireworks <laughs> would start to be like, yeah. <laughs> it's a rough coming around. And short to beat up and top for top. And make me do a big jam. I love that that's the one you went with. There's so many Raw themes. You could have. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the only one that I consider the Raw theme. Okay. What is it? Thorn in your eye? Is that the? I think that's what it's called. When you say that, I'm like, yeah, I think that is it. That, yeah. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but that that's always my. When people say what what's your raw theme? Like, what era did you come up with? Like, that's I get gonna it. Be mine. That's that's the pot shit. But I mean, you know, 
having Papa Roach, like you know, that's no, iconic. And doesn't count. Union Underground. I'll get the guns, the money. Like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, come on, come on, let's get it. Move to the music. <laughs> was that the ruthless aggression era? I think it was. Yeah, no thanks. So that's good. That's Brock, baby. That's Brock and uh, <laughs> he who shall not be named and Kurt Angle. Like that's the good shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought when you said he should not be named, the first person I was like, is he talking about the Big Show? Oh, I thought I was like <laughs> Voldemort. When did he wrestle? <laughs> So, although you're gonna watch some of that, I guess you will, right? You, like I, that, I'm too. interested enough. I'm gonna have to at least check out an episode and see if I'm still into it because it appears that they have the entire cast back. It just, it just felt like a weird timing because the Orville even was a couple years ago at this point. That's what I mean. Like I saw, so it was like who was up. clamoring for this big Orville reunion? <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. That's it. Apparently. <laughs> And I mean, Seth MacFarlane, listen, I mean, if we want to sit here and laugh, the guy has enough of a track record of successes that I guess like people will just give him money to do something because he's he's proven he's a proven commodity. I, listen, if Seth MacFarlane can't get money to do something like then who the fuck is get like this guy? Yeah, no, you're right. Has made Fox a lot of fucking money. A lot of fucking. And money. if this guy wants to fucking make something, they should be like, yeah, okay, here, try this. Yeah. I feel like that's something that doesn't happen as much now. There's too much. I don't want to say analytics, but everything is bottom dollar. This that where for someone like that, like yeah, you you should get whatever the fuck you want. You earn this. Yeah. And for some reason, it's like nah. Uh, we don't want to take that risk. We don't know. Like, that's silly. Like, you're, you're supposed to ride with your people who brought you there. Yeah. I mean, who's done more for Fox outside of, like, The Simpsons? Like, the legitimately. Simpsons and Family Guy. That's Fox, bro. Like, Married with legit. Children. Like, like, especially in the early days of Fox. Sure. Remember Married Fox, with Children. That was a long time ago. The but Fox they were Network the, didn't yeah. start until, I mean, I remember being a kid. And well, that's the thing, it. right? People think we're crazy when we say this. When we grew up, there was no Fox. Like, Fox that was, was not a channel. I, I swear crazy. to God, this is true. And you know what? <laughs> I'm going to spend this week coming up because like, this obviously wasn't something we had planned out. But I remember being a kid and coming home from school and watching He-Man. And during that you know, after-school block of shows, they were running promos with like the cartoon characters talking up Fox, the new network. So we're probably talking like 85, you know, 86, something in that area. So Married with Children is like really like one of the shows that brought Fox to the dance. Yes, it is. And believe me, folks, this is the dance. Uh, it's crazy to think about. Yes, Married with Children started, and the the Simpsons brought it on. Tracy Ullman show. The Simpsons was what really brought it to the next level. But the Simpsons really didn't start. The Simpsons started eighty nine. That sounds so, about right. So then there was probably like what, like two years. I want to say Married years. with Children was eighty seven. So all right, so like two years of that. It's, it's crazy time. Think about it. Now, now there's a gabillion channels. There's extra channels on your well, yeah, your cable. It's just crazy to think about. This is why you know these ratings. This 150 million people watched to get the fuck out. Like, was the MASH finale really that good? Oh, motherfuckers, they had nothing to watch. No, there was only three channels. <laughs> it's like we hold that standard up as if that means something. 
bro, you had nothing else. You watching the news, or you gonna? I guess. Oh I'm well, if Seinfeld didn't beat Mash, nothing ever will. Well, people have yes, shit to do now. Nothing ever will. That's right. <laughs> you know, our show gets a million views this year, this uh, time of year, and uh, we're celebrating. Yeah. Oh, six more seasons. Come on. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I gotta see. I wonder. Let me see. How many people are walk, watching The Walking Dead, you think? Oh, okay. So, right? Because when it first started, The Walking Dead, like what? Like 20, 25 million people watching this shit? No, no way. Yeah, for the first season? Can't be that many. It's got to be cable? at least like 15. A cable show? Oh, man. All right. We're going to have to do some editing here. What could it be? I, I'm going to say Walking Dead at its peak Maybe six million. Five million was season one. Okay. See, I'm in the ballpark. Let's see. Price is right rules. I still lose. I went over, but. Sure. Let's see. So let me put. This is like what? Season fucking 12. Right? Isn't it crazy? Yeah. 1.7 is the, the average here. And that's still good by today's that's, standards. That's it's so good that there's you know three other fucking Walking Dead, Dead shows, shows bro, that spinoffs, yeah, which is just insane to me that there are. It's just it's crazy. Like I, said, you I know one twenty five million was your original guess because like that's a lot, but I'm thinking like back in the day, like a lot of people. Well, here's watch. how I'm thinking of That's it. Because what I'm trying to think. I like I was thinking about like um attitude era wrestling numbers. Was like and like the million, biggest man. wrestling number was like eight million. Yeah, that's true. So Walking Dead, was it bigger than wrestling at the time? It was big, but it might be, but it doesn't even matter because it's 20 years later, so it's exactly. really hard to compare. <laughs> but like it, it can't be a multiple no. of what no, no, was. definitely not, definitely not, no, no. I was I, listen. That's me also thinking. You know, Walking Dead was a hundred years ago. This is ten years. This but even year. what's like the number one show on network television right now? Is it still Two and a Half Men? I love you. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not Big Bang Theory either. That's over. So let me what's see on, what, what's on CBS. What CBS show is it? Bob Hart's Candisha, whatever that show is. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, uh, let's see. Number one. Network show. Let's see. You know, and we don't have traditional TV seasons anymore. You like remember you used to just get the new shows during the fall, and this time of year would be some jabroni show or some reruns or whatever. But now we get new programming basically throughout the year. I hate this because it shows me all this other nonsense. Okay, so let's see. The total number of viewers of the most watched television shows in the United States in 2020-2021. So this came out a year ago, May 2021. Okay. So the first two are football. Sunday night football, Thursday night football. People watching. Okay, you ready for the number? <laughs> you ready for the number one show in America is NCIS, CBS, 12.7 million viewers that is That's, a cbs show and the number two ncis los e- angeles is the equalizer oh, also Jesus. a cbs which is also 12.7 million, 
million, bro. This is crazy. That's a lot of people watching this fucking shit. Equalizer starring Queen Latifah. So fucking, oh goodness. FBI, 11 million. Chicago Fire, 10 million. Blue Buds, 10 million. So a network show is getting around 10 to 8 million. That's crazy. That's a lot more than I would have thought, right? I you know what? At this point, I'm high. shocked because with all the streaming services and all the ways to get your TV now that aren't traditional cable, you know, like a sling box or a YouTube package or whatever, I'm surprised that many people are still watching like these generic cop shows. But that's what it is. It's these, it's obviously old people. Yeah. It's, it's like four CBS shows, two NBC shows. But I mean, I, I got to look. I'll do some research this week. I want to see when we get to like a popular show. Like, what is what is a young person show on this like, list? I don't like, even know anymore. Like, what like, what is the the cool hip you know must see Thursday night TV show at this point? Well, the show I watched that's been popular is uh, Abbott Elementary. Like, that's the new kind of office-y show. Okay, never heard of it. It's about a. Uh, a elementary school in I guess in Philadelphia. So there's a lot of uh black children. Like it's like a low income school. I guess so dealing with okay. that. In inner dealing... city as they inner know. city. There you go. Yes. Um and it's funny. It's like the office style talking to the camera, looking at the camera, shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's got uh everybody loves Chris, that kid. Oh, okay. Like one of the stars of the show. It's funny. I do laugh at it. It's a good how show. old is that kid now? He's got to be like 25, something like that. I was going to say, 30, he's, like, he's got to be a teacher, though. He's not like a... Yo, no, he's a teacher. He's not okay. <laughs> he's the He's the new teacher in the okay, school. Okay, yeah. Because so at like... first, I'm like, I don't... <laughs> he got left behind a lot. Because <laughs> he's the same kid from Role Models, right? With the Beyonce pouring sugar on my dick picture? No, that is not that kid. <laughs> Because that to me, that because that kid also played Tracy Morgan's kid on Thirty Rock. Yes, he did. He, he was little say, Tracy. Yes. He was little Tracy. But that 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 scene—if you've ever seen the movie Role Models with so uh, Stifler and Paul Rudd—there's this scene where they what are they like Big Brothers or something? They're big brother. They get in trouble, and so they have to do community service <laughs> at a Big Brother facility thing. <laughs> And they put like they're like, oh, we're gonna team you up with this kid. He has a hard time getting along with people. And the kid's sitting there by himself drawing a picture. And when they cut to the picture, it's a pencil drawing of like stick figures, and it's just captioned Beyonce pouring sugar on my dick. And it is one of the funniest fucking things. I will never forget that so long as I shall live. It's fucking hilarious. Pouring sugar on my dick. <laughs> Episode 279. <laughs> Sugar on my dick. <laughs> Gomez, I think that brings up the question that people are really asking right now. Have you ever had sugar pour, pour, poured on your dick? I'm trying to think. I maybe accidentally, but no, not like in. Uh, I mean, there's whipped cream and sugar. Does that count? Yeah, I've had whipped cream, I've had cocaine. Like I like I, I've never done I'm not I've never tried cocaine. I'm a good boy. I just no, smoke like, my, my grass, my devil's lettuce, and that's good enough for me, folks. I mean, I didn't snort it off my dick. I that would oh, be I, like, <laughs> that would be Lanny Poffo 
level talent, but I'd be fucking good, bro. You should try it. <laughs> I, I so wish OnlyFans kinda... was around back then. So that's kind of like sugar. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Booger sugar. <The> adult sugar. <laughs> oh goodness. The 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 wheels just, just I love it. It's just we went from I don't even know the Orville. This started with the Orville and then just went. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'll check out the Orville. Boom boom. <laughs> uh you uh you brought up uh Obi-Wan. Did you watch episode three? Part three, excuse me. Hello there. Hello there. Uh <laughs> I'm so upset. Because there was a perfect chance for that in this episode when they meet Frick on the thing. And mm. he's like, hey, Frick, this is my dad. Say hello. And he just goes, I was like, oh, he's going to fucking do it. He's going to do it. And he goes, hi. I'm like, you fucking jerk. <laughs> this, this has become the episode of The Simpsons where they're like, come on, Bart, say it. <laughs> say the line. Say the line. I'm like, he has to say it one time. I can't believe they did that to me. But uh, episode three, bro, there's a lot of shit going down in this episode, bro. There was a lot of shit in this episode. I'm I'm with it. I love, I love this it. relationship we have with, with Obi-Wan and sassy little Leia. Loved it. Loved it. Them on the on the planet, doing their thing, dealing with this fucking mole who sounded like Seth Rogen. It was not Seth Rogen. Oh, was that it? guy. It was not, right? I was like, oh, cool. I Seth Rogen. Too, yeah. No, it was Zach Brath doing a voice. Really? Yes. But he was doing very, a Seth Rogen voice. He was doing a Seth Rogen voice. Just get Seth Rogen. You uh, know, <laughs> it's funny you bring up Zach Brath. I didn't realize it was him. You know, they're doing a Scrubs comeback or a reunion. I saw or... a thing, and it said that they all want to do it, and they're gonna start trying to get it together. But there's not like there's any plans yet. Yeah. You know, I'll watch it. Uh. The second to last episode of Scrubs was fantastic. They ended it perfectly. And then it did another season where they brought in all these new people and all this other shit. I never watched it because to me, the show it ended. Over, it, was, yeah. it was fucking perfect. Like it was like, that was it. That's a great finale. To come back and do it, silly. But I would watch a revival. Uh, you know, I guess a couple episodes. I don't need like a, because it's like, you see, like, this Roseanne revival. That shit's still on. They're doing, like, yeah. five seasons. I was going to say, this is, like, season four or something, yeah. Of, like, the Connors. Like, I don't need, like, that. Like, you know? No, g- give me a, a little six-episode arc. But I feel these shows, they get greedy because they did it with Will and Grace, too. They brought Will and Grace back, and they did, like, two or three seasons. It's like, mm. well, the show got canceled for a reason. Like, I get, you know, people love it, but obviously it's not on the air for a reason. Just give them a little bit. People get Is, greedy. Are we just at the point, and we, like we were talking about ratings and viewership and all that, are we just at the point where these niche programs that do have, like independent wrestling, like that's, it's really become like the independent wrestling. Like if you have an indie that can draw a solid crowd, it's worth just doing it because you're not getting that kind of crowd anywhere else. Sure. I get it. You like he's doing another season of Will and Grace better than something new, better that, than doing a new yes. show that you got to start from scratch. 100%. I, I agree because you know, you put something there, you know, maybe gets a million views, but Will and Grace got 1.7, and that 0.7 makes a big difference. Yeah. I get it. So I get that. Um, Obi-Wan, do you like 
there's a lot of Vader Obi Wan interaction. We talked so like we didn't know if this would happen week, or we not. We were sitting there wondering if we were gonna get him. Well, I said, well, they, at this point, we gotta get a good dose of him, and we we and got it, bro. Alone, we got it. We we got Vader being the most gangster. Though we saw we saw Vader fuck it up in Rogue One doing yes. his thing, but this was Vader his most gangster son. This was 100%. out of control. This was Vader at like. The most vile, the most he murked that little like, boy, bro. Like <laughs> that was just, crazy. Just walking through this town, like Love literally it. just snapping necks. So good. Snap that little boy's neck. I said, Holy shit. It legitimately this is crazy. legitimately I was not a gasp that. out loud. Yeah. Holy shit. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I figured he was just gonna push him back. He said, nah, no, put in your neck. That's exactly it. It was like, <laughs> I'm watching him. He does the force, brings someone up, and then click, like, and a head to the side, and the person body drops to the floor. I'm like, wait, wait, what? So gangster. Love it. And then he puts it on our boy Ben Kenobi here, bro. My goodness. Oh, yeah. Wax that ass, bro. Light him on fire was just the best thing I ever saw. Slowly dragging that man through the flames through the was flames. just so gangster. But now, does this make sense that this all happened before a new hope? Like, see, I would think like the the force still exists. They still have that mental bond, I would think, right? Sure. So how is Ben able to just go back to Tatooine and fucking hide until the events of A New Hope? That's my thing. It's the thing. And, I mean, in the movie, the, the thing Vader says to, to Obi-Wan, right? The the learner is now the master or whatever yes. nonsense, right? Maybe well, he's like, the fucking master here, bro. He just oh, 100%. His ass. Like, There's you no could tell Obi-Wan is... Well, he went in there like Barry Horowitz on a Saturday morning Superstars match and, and just got no. it put on him. He knew it from the start. He didn't want no smoke. He no, he nothing. kept running. He was running from the start and Vader just stalking him. Oh, what a, what a show. I a, lot of, a very big Michael Myers vibe to that. Right. Yes, definitely. The slow walk, just pace it. Love it. Stalking and then, like, prey. the second you stop and turn around, he's right there. So good. So I am just all in. There's uh, three episodes left. Right. Whew. Can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm a lot. I'm way, 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 way more into this than I was for the Boba Fett show. Hundred percent. I mean, the, we love the the. The good episodes of Boba Fett, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, episode. yeah, like <laughs> you know, those that was a chore. Those Boba Fett show, man, yes, goddamn. So it's fun. I'm enjoying it so much. I rented some Star Wars books from the library. I'm all oh. in, baby. Star Wars town, let's go. Woo! Look at you, love proud it. of you. I love it. Let's see if I read them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I read I read library books all the time, and they just sit there and they get returned. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. No, I know. Believe me, I I can't even remember the last book I finished. I've I like I was trying to read all the GI Joe comics from the eighties and stuff, and I still have so many. Like I have downloaded and just the comics no will be a little them, better man. now because summer's coming, and I'll be sitting outside in the pool with Shiloh mm-hmm. doing her thing, and I'll just sit there and read. But the regular books I read, uh, I listened to Van Lathan. You know Van Lathan. Uh, he was uh, 
uh, the black guy from TMZ. Well, there's two black guys. Remember? Oh yeah, okay. There's I know the red guy, yeah, and then yeah. there's the tall guy. So he's the tall guy. He left TMZ. I never really liked him because I'm very anti TMZ. I've always been anti TMZ. They're pieces of shit. I don't like what they do. Uh, so I never fucked with him. So this guy was always like, "Fuck this guy." But now he's on like the Ringer and he does podcasts. So I gave him a shot. Seems like a cool dude. I read his book and uh, I'm a fan. It was uh, it was nice. I'm good. I'm happy you found something you like. You know, it was a quick, easy read. I like quick, easy reads. It was like uh, three hour books. I burned through that. I love it. But uh, I'm trying to read. I don't know. I just I start a book and I just uh, just can't get into it. Yeah, after the uh, after the Batman came out, I started. Uh, I downloaded some Joker comics or some Riddler Ooh. comics. I'm sorry, and I was like, "Oh, this will be cool," you know, a little follow up while I'm into it while it's hot. And I got through like the cover and just like I was gonna say, "Did you even open it?" <laughs> and it just like since then, I just feel like I've been nonstop go, and I just haven't had the chance to like sit down and read. Hmm, my goodness. Well, we'll read some books. Maybe we'll pick a book and we'll read it together. Maybe that'll get us to yeah, we'll, we'll do it as a group. I don't know. Is there, is there a baseball book or something coming out? Let's uh let's I'll look. be let's, honest, let's I'm so it. detached from it. Like I don't even know if like anything new came out or, or anything. I the only thing I hear coming out, which I'm not gonna read, is there's like a Yankee book that's coming out that like someone's making the rounds for doing all the podcasts, talking about it, shit like that. But uh, I could pass on that. I'm not yeah. really. Yeah, I lived it. It's not like um, folk to it, but it's like I don't need to read about the the '98 Yankees or whatever. Yeah, I, like I, 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 I fucking watched it every day, bro. I had to hear these jerk off celebrate every day. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Twenty seven rings, bro. It's like, oh, really? Twenty seven? Okay. <laughs> Did you watch anything else this week, Joe? Went to the movies, Gomez. Oh, I went to the movies too, baby. Well, I think I know what you saw. Mm. Gomez, are you ready to step into the danger zone? Last night I watched Top Gun, the original, because I haven't seen it in a while. It's good. I do enjoy it. So I was, I got excited. I was like, "All right, let's go. Let's see what that's next." Boy, what a treat, bro! This Top Gun Maverick, woo! Top baby. Gun Maverick. Now I was way more excited for you than this movie. Yes. So and, uh, I, yeah, go I ahead. was with I was with uh, Jay Bone, a listener of the program. We mentioned a few times. I was with him on Memorial Day. He's also your about... friend, you know. He's not just some guy who listens. You oh, can say yeah. he's your friend. Well, he's my friend. He's a listener on the podcast, you know. My friend. Yeah, I was, really, I was obviously if I'm at his house, he's my. You friend. know, Gomez does have other uh... friends besides me, people. <laughs> so we were together for Memorial Day. We were talking about movies coming out, Batman, and if he saw Doctor Strange, and he didn't get to I'm see sorry? Doctor Mister Strange. Thank you. Um, he didn't get to see it yet because he was like at Disney, busy, blah blah blah. Uh, but he was so excited. For Top Gun Maverick, because this is what I'm learning. He's in this age group, this two three year window. I'm telling you, it was like and you thought I was like, kidding. It's this thing, like it's crazy. It's just it was. It, I know Top Gun's a movie, like I know it's popular. I know people love it, 
but I always thought it was a lot older. I didn't think it was people so close to my age. <laughs> I just missed it. And so these people, I'm so happy that you got this Bro, movie. Bro, I, I, like, legitimately, as a kid, I had a poster of an F-14 on my wall. I fucking love it. Like I said, we mentioned Top Gun was NES, was the game. That fucking annoying-ass game where you couldn't land the motherfucking plane. And this movie starts off basically making fun of everyone who couldn't land on the fucking aircraft carrier. <laughs> Just planes landing like nothing, bro. <laughs> So Top Gun Maverick, so you were excited. I think everyone was excited. This movie was supposed to come out like what three years ago? This was like it, before was, the pandemic. Like I was, was gonna say to it probably like, was supposed to come out probably at the beginning of the pandemic. I think it was like early 2020 it was supposed to come out. And uh it's just been pushed back and pushed back and yeah. pushed back. We finally got it. Was this one of those movies where you saw the trail all the time? I feel like I did not see the trail. I feel like I did not see it. Yeah, I really didn't. I didn't see this trailer, right? No, I didn't. um, And we've been to the movies enough over the past year or so, especially doing this podcast, where you think it like, and I, yeah, now that you say it, like, I I know I saw that Morbius trailer. That's what I'm like. I'm thinking about it in my head. I'm like, Yo, this movie did get pushed back a lot, but we didn't get bombarded with trailers like fucking Morbius. Fucking God I'll tell you damn. what I did get though. Before the movie like actually started, like rolling opening credits. You got the Tom Cruise thing. Did you get the Tom Cruise? Wasn't that I, fucking weird? I it was the first time Tom Cruise looked old. Yes. 100%. He looked, I was like, whoa, Tom Cruise looks old. It was wild. I was surprised he let himself. Like, cause he's very about his appearance. I was like, yes. yo, Tom Cruise looks old. This is, it made me feel like, holy shit. If Tom Cruise is old, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if you don't know what we're talking about right before the movie begins, there's Tom Cruise literally just like just sitting in like an the empty screen. theater. Yep. And he's like, you know, guys, I'm just, I, I'm so excited. You know, we, we tried to keep it as authentic as possible. Just doing this thing, thanking people for coming to see the movie, which is yeah. kind of nice. But at the same time, it was very awkward and it was weird. So weird. Yes, it was just it, a thank you just, for being here. <laughs> you know, okay. we, we used real F-18s and we did this and we and it was just yes. Tom Cruise. Like, what, what what is happening right now? And like for a moment, you sat there and like the movie's starting and we're getting like the opening musical sequences and stuff. And you're still sitting there going, but what the fuck was that? I agree. I was like, oh, OK. And then the movie starts, and, and the boy, oh boy! And it starts right in with the Top Gun theme. They knew it as soon as the movie started. I'm like, they know exactly what they're doing. And within seconds, you're showing the aircraft carrier, planes coming and going, and then boom, Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. And I said, that's it, that's it. We hit it. I said, hit, hit all the high marks. This movie could end right now, and we did great. I was like, they know. They know exactly what they're doing. I was like, oh, this is going to be a good-ass movie. They know what to hit. Let me tell you, they hit all those beats, bro. I I said, now, this is an actual sequel. It's not just some, here's Tom Cruise for a little bit, but we're really passing the story off on younger people or, or no. new crew. It is a Tom Cruise movie. It is a Maverick movie, but it's situated with different people. The most um, prevalent being Miles Teller, who plays the role of Rooster, and he's the son of Goose from the original. Love and it. And him and Tom Cruise have this relationship where Rooster doesn't like Maverick because Maverick held him back and pulled his papers, you know, stopped him from starting his naval career. 
uh, an extra four years because he didn't want him joining up and possibly having the same thing happen. Understandable. To him. I get it. But here's my thing, and this is this is gonna be my nitpick with the movie, and it's not really a nitpick, but I gotcha. It is shown that this kid was existed in the original movie. <laughs> yes. So even if the kid is three, four years old, that movie is 36 years ago. <laughs> yes. So at best, this this guy, Rooster, is 40 years old, being called back to Top Gun School now for this mission. <laughs> well, you put it that way, yes. Because let's see, that kid's got to be what? Four or five years old at the in, most, in, right? Yes. At the most in Top Gun, yeah. sitting on that piano. So we're talking 40 years old, 41 years old. <laughs> That's good. It's funny. So if, if you don't know, the premise of the movie is that there is, we, we don't know what country it is. We, we never name the country of our enemies never. in Top, Top Gun. Top Gun doesn't care about that. Just the bad guys. No, just, the just the, whoever the bad guys are have some uranium depot that they need to blow up, and it's going to take some very skilled pilots to do it. So they call in Maverick, who thinks he's going to be leading the mission, but instead they're like, nah, fuck you, bro. You're just here to teach the, the good pilots today how to do it. And it turns out, like, all these, they bring in, like, the best of the best from the recent classes of Top Gun. But they're not getting it. They're not able to hit that speed and that time that it would take to be able to take down this mission and get out alive. So Tom Cruise does it to show everyone that Maverick's still the man and that it can be done. So he ends up leading the mission anyway. And we have this kind of will they, won't they relationship with him and Rooster. It's great. The action scenes are great. Boy, it's good. My favorite part, Joe, I got to say, is after watching the first movie, you know, he goes through all of this. And the big climax of the movie is uh, make me a teacher. Yeah, I, I want to become a teacher. You get to be an instructor at the Top Gun. And then you've learned in part two here, he was a teacher for two months. Yeah. <laughs> he lasted two months at Top Gun school. <laughs> I fucking love it. I was like, oh, my goodness. So, fucking Maverick. <laughs> and so in the original, the love interest was Kelly McGillis? I believe that's the name, yes. But in this, so she was, I guess, too old, too ugly, too fat, whatever, too, 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 that they were like, no, we are not putting her in this in this sequel. So they bring back, uh, I shouldn't say bring back because she wasn't in the original, but she was referenced in the original as like, oh, Tom, uh, Maverick hooked up with this Admiral's daughter, Penny, and they, so they bring in the character of Penny, who's played by Jennifer Connelly, who all of a sudden is like, People are just finding out about Jennifer Connelly, apparently. People are crazy. I've been in love with Jennifer Connelly uh, since Career Opportunities on that little foot. Like, <laughs> I love this girl. She's she's the best. But Jennifer Connelly is beautiful and there's has always many, been beautiful. There's not many people more beautiful than Jennifer Connelly. She is just... And I feel like the internet just found out about her. I'll say because the internet's fucking stupid. And because, I mean, really, what is the last thing she's done? She don't really do. She movies. doesn't really do a lot. Yes, I get that. She's married to Vision, Paul Bettany. They've been together forever. Real, I you know I didn't know that. Yeah, they've been together for a long, long time. Good so when I first him. when I see first see Paul Bettany, he's in uh, fucking uh, Da Vinci Code as the fucking albino guy. I'm like, this fucking guy's married to Jennifer <laughs> Connelly. Like now, at least, like I see him. You know, I, I'm cool with him. Like he seems like a cool guy. Oh, you're cool but, with him. Like you I'm guys, cool with him. Like, was he at your right. memorial day party with you and J Bone? 
I wish. <laughs> Go in the heated pool, baby, swimming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I guess that's what it is because she's just, you know, doing the mom thing and pops up every once in a while. But internet, come on, bro. You know, it, it was a weird week for the 80s, I feel, because like the internet just discovered Jennifer Connolly and it just discovered the song Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. It's just been like, internet, where have you been? It's what the internet does. They just, people don't really go looking for things, right? That's what we complain about. People just kind of, if it's in your face, it's in your face. If you have to do a little searching, eh, you kind of lose interest. And that's kind of what's not fun nowadays. I mean, like you were saying, this movie hits all the notes. I couldn't have been happier with what this movie turned out to be way better than I thought it had any right to be. This movie is fantastic. Like not even joking. Like, like I think Top Gun's a good fun movie, but this is like a fucking fantastic action fucking movie. Like this movie, it very much is like those eighties action vibes. Like there's the, you know, the adrenaline of like the fucking the speed and the rate. Like it just, it's, it's there. It's fucking there to get you hyped throughout the movie. It knows It knows what you guys wanted in the 80s when you came to see Top Gun. So it gives you that, but then they amp it up with the 2000s, like with the action. They ramp up the action and the craziness. And it's it's, it's a great recipe mixing the two, bro. I can tell you, the, the fucking anything with the planes is fucking incredible. Ridiculous, like and that's all real. That yes. that's that's the craziest thing. You see this man, you see the G's on this man's face. It's like holy shit. But and yo, that was like the weirdest part. It's like you know, you or I shouldn't say you know. It's not like I've ever been in you know fucking. I've never been in a sure. fighter jet doing yes. this shit. But like you are aware of the effects this shit has on your body while sure. you're in these planes. But to see it like that, I like it just totally like. You know, the guy's passing out in the cockpit from trying to do the, the rise and stuff. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, absolutely out of control. Felt super realistic. I don't know how much of it was. I mean, I'm sure they tried to keep it, you know, as, as much as they could. But, like, just insane. I'm pretty sure this guy was, this guy was flying. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw that this guy, he took some classes. And this guy's flying fucking fighter jets. Oh, I'm insane. sure Tom Cruise... I'm sure Tom Cruise yeah, definitely was. He's definitely. I don't. I think the other guys are doing some stuff, but Tom Cruise is fucking. He's probably doing all little flips and shit. I believe it. I don't put anything past Tom Cruise. That man could probably do anything he tries to do because it seems that way. Oh, Tom Cruise! What a fucking movie. Now I will say, I don't like Miles Teller. So I like Miles Teller. Spectacular now, great movie. Whiplash is one of my favorite movies. I fucking love Whiplash. Uh, he's great. Uh, you know, he's sometimes he's not great in things. I can see people not liking him because he does play like a. He's always playing like a kind of cocky, smart ass kind of kid in his movies. So I get that. You know, he's like, oh, this fucking guy. I get it, but it works for me. I. I was introduced to him from Fantastic Four. Obviously, oh. that movie did, that movie did not turn out to be the best. But I just look at him and I'm just like, I don't like. He's always got the same smug. He has a smug look. look. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. I do get it. It's not always called for. Like that's just his face at this point. I think that's just him because I hear 
he's like a pain in the ass to work with. I've always heard that, that he's like, everyone hates him. Like, I don't know if he was anti-vax or whatever, but I know he was given problems with certain stuff, with that uh, COVID stuff, with shooting movies. Uh, obviously, Tom Cruise doesn't let it fly in his movie here. Yes. But, uh, you know, so I, I know he's supposed to be a big thing. It's kind of slowed down, right? Like, I mean, Top Gun, but was he been in... Right, it's been a while since yeah. he's been in something. The, big the like last this. thing, even before this, that I remember that was like he did that like uh, Gun Runner movie with Jonah Hill. Oh, <laughs> remember okay. that they were like uh, smuggling weapons and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, but and even, even that, fan- that's probably five, six years ago. Now. I was gonna say Fantastic Four is what, like 2015, right? 26, like around there. 2014, yeah, 2015 sounds about right. So even that's a long time. Like, I mean, that's a big-ass movie, but uh, obviously that did not work out. So I don't know. I don't know if we're still getting some... Uh, I don't know if the Mile Teller train is still boarding off that. It might have left. I'm not sure. Yeah, it might have. It, it seems to be... Like, because even... I didn't know he was in this. So, like, when I see him pop up, I'm like, oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. Anything else? Um... That was the only nitpicks. I'm sure you just sat there on the edge of your seat, just I, laughing, I, listen, crying. And this, uh, the, yeah, I like this movie. You know, we're about to yeah, let's just fucking hit the music. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you our man? Main man standing, Joe. Top Gun Maverick. What do you got? I wanted to see this movie because Top Gun was a big deal when I was a kid. And you know what? It gave me everything I wanted and more. It gave me all the action that I expect from some kind of 80s flick, but then actually gave me a fucking pretty decent story to go along (laughs) with it. What more could I have asked for? Like, what a fucking rope of weeks consecutively you've had three great weeks bro this has been a good time to be me top gun your top movie you're a quadruple main man bro yes sir that's me too for it is a great movie uh it's emotional it's funny the action is top notch it is good uh it's a it flies by the time. I was gonna say it's like, two really? hours and two hours and ten minutes, something like that, and it just flies by because everything's fast, right? The movie's all yeah. about speed, and so it's just like boom, boom, great time. I'm very happy. I saw this on the big screen. I was very iffy about going to see it. I did want to try to see it on that crazy screen with the screen on the sides, mm-hmm. but uh, because it's now the third week, it's not really playing there. Yeah, so I, I missed my. Chance. I actually. I was surprised at how full. So this episode drops on Thursday. I would have seen the movie on Sunday. And I was surprised at how full my theater still was. Well, nothing came out. Top Gun had two full weeks to just do its thing. Yeah. Crazy. that there's and, no... and the biggest release in Tom Cruise's career. That is crazy. It's the biggest Memorial Day release and biggest Tom Cruise release, which is crazy. Cause Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise has a lot of fucking movies, fucking yeah. Smash hits, bro. These Mission Impossible movies are smash hits. 
day after tomorrow. That's a smell. Like all these things, like even things you don't think about. They Collateral. all make money. Collateral, Minority Report, go on and on. Tom Cruise is, Tom Cruise is our movie star. Like this is. It's amazing to think like that you're talking about a like I was thinking about this too. You're talking about a close to 40 year run as a top guy. With just nothing but putting out top tier shit. Like he don't do nothing small. Like no, he's, he's just boom, boom, boom. Big, like, big, didn't he, big. He was Magnolia, right? Yes. Like that was like his little his small thing. His to small do independent small. movie. And that was 20 years ago. I was gonna say that's like 98. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a long time ago. Like, it's like, oh, Tom Cruise did a fucking small movie. Like, what the fuck? Respect the cock. That was the whole. <laughs> that was the thing. Uh, look at that. Uh, this week, Joe, Jurassic World Jurassic. comes out. Now, are we, we also uh, getting is light Buzz Lightyear this week too? That's next week. That's next seventeen. Week. Okay, this is ten. Next week is Lightyear. You uh, you planning on seeing this? Hundred uh, percent movie. Hundred percent. Yeah, all in. Why? I like dinosaurs. Okay, because me too. Because the last movie was fucking terrible. Yes, it I was. Fucking hated it so much. But I think the we first gave it like one was so one goddamn star. good. I think we gave it a one. Yeah, one and it was a half. not like, good. We fucking hated it. But here I am. I already have my tickets for Friday morning. Like I'm excited to fucking see dinosaurs fuck shit up. That, that's like, really all it is. Just... Like. At some point, like the same thing. Like, why would you live in Hawkins, Indiana? Why would we keep making fucking dinosaurs when we know it does not end? This is fucking 27 years of experience with growing dinosaurs that we have now. You think at some point, someone in some government somewhere would say, motherfucker, stop. Stop creating the dinosaurs. It doesn't end well. Oh, so good. So we'll be back next week with the... Jurassic World, I was a Dominion, something like that. I don't even know has a tagline. Why can't it just be called Jurassic? Let's leave it at that. It's fucking Jurassic Park, bro. <laughs> Jurassic Park. That's what we're going to see. Jurassic <laughs> Park, bro. Give me two tickets. <laughs> oh, so that's next week. But uh, before we get to next week, we gotta wrap up this week, don't we? Exactly. And before we do that, I actually have I put out a feeler on some Twitter. Said, hey guys. Got any questions you'd like us to answer? Fucking send them in. Use the hashtag AskJomez. And we did get a question. I'm happy. I like when we get some interaction from the people. And of course, it's our man, Eddie Bowman. He goes, Can you gather us around the campfire and tell the origin story of the Car Jomez podcast? Hashtag AskJomez. And I responded, I said, Sure, we can do that, but it's probably a lot less interesting than you'd hope for. And he said, well, he got into the podcast a little late, so he just thinks it would be cool to hear. So, Gomez, how did uh, how did this podcast start? We both worked together at the local Howard Beach Burger King. Yep. In Gomez, formidable teenage years. In, in the year 2000. That's how fucking old we are. I was gonna say the Conan O'Brien, right? In the year two thousand, it's crazy. Uh, Gomez got me fired from Burger King. I think Joe's mouth got him fired, but you know, I might have called out sick. Which I mean, you know, it's okay when you're sick. You really shouldn't be going to a fast food place to to make people's food. That's how I feel. And anyway, I think people would. Would respect that, right? You don't want me coughing on your burger. Listen, Gomez got me fired 
And I thought at the time my life was over because if you get fired from Burger King, like what the fuck can you possibly do with the rest of your life? Like there's no hope. Like I might as well just take up doing smack for the rest of my life because that's it. There's no, there's nowhere to go but down after that. Turns out Gomez and I ended up being, uh, becoming pretty good friends and he would come to my house to watch wrestling and uh, peace reigned throughout the universe. And well, then, what we am I missing? Po- we were missing, well, we worked together, right? But we both loved a local band called Out of Luck, okay? And there was a show, and I called, we went to a show together. That's like the first time we hung out and, and became friends. I called you. I said, you going to the Out of Luck show? Is that and real? He said, yes. Yes, it is. You can. You pick this is a real story? The- Yes, it is. You picked. <laughs> I don't me up remember the, this. You picked me up in the yacht, and we went to see Out of Luck, probably at Ground Zero or some bullshit. And that's that was the first time we hung out outside of the Burger King. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I remember we. I mean, we've hung out plenty of times since then. We've had birthdays. Uh, I was the sure. best man at your wedding. Um, and I want to say what was it, two thousand fifteen? You just sent me a text message like, "Hey, you want to do a podcast?" Yes. Like it was pretty much that simple. Like yes, it was. I've always wanted to podcast. I almost did a podcast with one of our other friends, uh, Mondo, doing a basketball podcast. That didn't work out, and uh, I've always just you know I've probably always been had, on. Probably would have had more success with that one. Yes, we would have. What happened was so. What had we, happened was we recorded a podcast, and then uh, there was a blackout. And I lost my electricity for two weeks. And then it kind of ruined our uh, our podcast that was very time sensitive. Yeah. And then we kind of never went back to it. <laughs> I still have it. Alan Houston Needs podcast. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> it was a, a, a podcast where we'd just be miserable talking about the Knicks. Because, I mean, this is like 2008, 2009. So this is I prime shitty time. When when we started this podcast, I wasn't necessarily looking to do a podcast. I was intrigued by it. Sure. But I thought like you like I didn't think you could just be like just any random person could do a podcast. Like like what do you like oh my god, like how do I get like you can get this on iTunes? Like really? Like, iTunes is fucking huge, bro. They're going to let me have a podcast on fucking iTunes? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and it is it is crazy, and then you find out no one listens to it. So Because yes, uh, anyone can literally put up a podcast on iTunes. And <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm trying to think of a, the right way I want to say this. I think, uh, if you, especially if you listen to some of these early episodes that we did, obviously they're terrible. Um there's some really good, funny moments if you go back and listen to them, like individual moments. To me, the bit we did in episode four about uh, Jackie Robinson in Independence Day 2, <laughs> about it being ID-42 and all I picture was Jackie Robinson driving the plane to, to kill the aliens. Like, I think that bit. is I think it's that tough. is great. Like, I think that holds up. I'm sorry. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> um, but they're terrible. And now I think... The fact that we just like stopped caring about structure so much 
and yes. just let things like let let things go off the rails like the Orville into uh, <laughs> uh girls doing coke <laughs> off my cock um i think that's what makes this show work uh i just wish it was more accessible to people because a lot sure. of times i feel like i'm screaming into a empty house that's just that's the internet that's what it is one day you scream in empty and next day there's you know a thousand yeah. people there it's just well, like, no rhyme or reason i mean with, with like literally with without getting into specific specifics like last week's episode with rrr did about six times our normal amount of downloads yes. and I mean, let's be realistic. It's because we we did a movie aimed at Indian people and the country of India. Has, it, has, yeah, like we, had, we we finally hit a good hashtag on social media and five billion people in India saw but it. But that apparently. is all it takes, though. That's all it is. It's just what's going to make you pop up into someone's feed. And, and that's the thing. And I look at that even when it comes to my YouTube stuff, like exactly what you know rhyme what to do. or reason you 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 read articles you read books you research to go i should put it out at this time i should yes. do it at this time like i and genuinely I, and i know a lot of people that listen to this have podcasts of their own eddie bowman has his own podcast papa yes. bear has his own podcast uh there's a lot of people do their own online life and i look at this stuff and i the amount of research i have done over the past five six years into uh, marketing methods, social media usage, hashtag usage, what times of day to put stuff out is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm constantly disappointed by kind of the amount of payback I get in terms of downloads or views on YouTube, like all across the board. Uh, and it's it's disheartening in a very big way. Uh, it has caused me and Gomez to put this podcast on ice probably, what, was it two times now? Like... Yeah. Actually, this is probably the longest consecutive run that we've kept it up. Sure. Now that I think about it. Yes. But um, today, the podcast is fun. I enjoy talking to my buddy. And uh, I've made it to where it's easy. It's easy to get done. So that's not too much of a hassle. So that it's still fun. So that when no yeah. one listens, I'm still having fun with I, my buddy yeah, here. That, that's what it's gotten to is I don't get... I, I shouldn't say I don't get. I definitely do get uh, disappointed by the numbers because I feel like we do put out a fun little show. I wish more people listen to it. Um, but uh, such is life, apparently. <laughs> so I, it's just it's fun for me to hang out with my buddy for an hour and talk about shit we would talk about anyway. Yes. So for those who do listen, thank you. We appreciate it. We do. Yeah. Uh, tell your friends. Leave five star reviews, <laughs> like all that. You know, everyone says it. Every podcast says it, but we say yes. it for a reason. Like it, it is the simplest way to support something you like without having to give up a dollar. Leave a five star review. Click like on YouTube. Even give a fucking retweet or some bullshit like that. You have no idea how much that fucking uh, online engagement, especially on the social medias, like liking a picture on fucking Instagram. It is like the um, you have no idea how far that goes. So for those of you who like this show and for those of you who follow it, leave reviews, follow us on the socials. Thank you very much. So with that being said, Gomez, that is the story of the podcast. Now hit the music. It is now time for the big 
finish. All right, Joe, it's time for a big finish. This is going to be a fun one, I think, because it's interesting. You ready? Are you saying they normally aren't interesting? No, because this is like very specific, and I think it works. I'm pretty okay. sure it works. I'm pretty sure this is something you're into. Oh. Uh, we'll find out. Today's Big Finish Joe. Top three Adam Sandler album tracks. Now. Oh. Yeah, right? I'm just going to. Let's go. Here we go. Do people like that? Is this still a thing, right? Like al- comedy albums. I don't think is a thing anymore. Especially comedy albums with bits and skits. Like if there's a comedy album, it's probably someone just telling their stand-up. But back in the yes. day, once in a while, you got albums like Adam Sandler did. Well, he had a couple songs, but it was just him doing silly ass shit, like the fucking goat. Holy fucking yeah, shit! Yeah, the fucking goat. Oh, it's the fucking goat. Um, whole booth, really? Oh, I'm coming out of the booth. Adam Sandler, and and he would do these fucking stupid little songs that he would do some of them on SNL when he was on there, and like the the Hanukkah song was on SNL, then made its way onto yes, the fucking album, exactly. and then he did 19 versions of it. Yes. There's a song on um. I don't know the name of the album. It was mid-90s when Adam Sandler was like the fucking guy. But it's about a field goal kicker. It's just called kicker. The Lonesome Kicker. Yeah, Love it. It was good. Like, had the videos on MTV, bro. Yes. I love that fucking song. That was his third album where it was just songs. Where he did only songs about stuff. It's good, though. Adam but- Sandler. Oh. So like that that song I think is hysterical and it just it just goes through the chronicles of what a field goal kicker goes through like when he when he misses the kick and the whole team hates him and hides his special kicking shoe. That's right. Let me look at this album real fast. See if there's something. It's just I was the excited Southerner. Come on, these are this. Do it for your mom. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. You know I um. The Thanksgiving song. I've always Good. loved the Thanksgiving song. I think that's Sex on like one of his first albums. Yeah, the first, the first two of the good ones with all the, the fun stuff. Then I didn't listen to any, right? Yeah, because that Lonesome Kicker one is uh, '97. So yeah, that's about okay. the end of, uh, of when I listen. It's good. Piece of shit car. Piece of shit car. <laughs> I got a piece of shit car. It's, it's a royal dick. dick. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, uh, I I love Tollbooth Willie. Um, yeah, man. I hope this is jogging people's memories because this is something I, I probably hadn't thought of. I'm gonna of have in to years. listen to some of these. I'm gonna have to right? put uh, my earpods in at work and like throw these on. Get these a are on Apple logo. Music. If you go on Spotify. Uh, the the albums aren't complete for some reason. It oh, doesn't okay. make sense. But Apple Music, if you have Apple Music, or of course you YouTube, you can find it. Check it out. Uh, it's uh, it's definitely it's so nineties, but uh, it's good. But that was I I don't know of any comedian today that could kind of put something like that out. No, I don't think that's what I mean. Like I know people like put the, out an like album. the Lonely Island, but like they're like an actual songs, thing. Yeah, yeah, yes, hundred percent. 
I don't think anyone's doing stuff. Maybe I'm wrong. If if you know a comedian who's doing shit like this, let us know. I'll check it out. But I just know every once in a while there'll be a comedy album, but it's just a Netflix special. It's just a, yeah, it's just like the their stand up special and yeah. it's not Which is it's fine. not the same. Yeah. Because that was but pop. Like, I mean, Dane Cook was fucking popular because of you a fucking that? comedy album. But like, nothing what, else. What was it An that got, got him over in those early two thousands? Everybody loved Dane Cook. He had a movie career for like three years, and okay. like now I don't even know if he's still alive. In all honesty, he's alive. Yeah, he got fucked over. He lost a lot of his money. He had a bad manager, stole all his money and shit Ooh. like that. So yeah, so like he's he left. He got out of the spotlight. Like. I follow him on Twitter, and he pops up every once in a while. But, you know, he's doing small things every once in a while. I don't know. You know, maybe he still has some money, not as much as he should. But I know he had a rough time for a while. But he was over as fuck for for a while. And I have no idea. Like, it was just like one day you woke up and everybody loved Dane Cook. Talking about Dane Cook, yeah. But, I mean, we listened to the CD. The CD was great. I but listen, like, so, I, loved so it. I didn't. Like, I had no idea oh, who no, he yeah. was. I listened to it. I, we loved it. We were fucking cracking up. I just want to dance, the fucking the parking lot, fucking it's a lot of good shit. Bro. Like all of a sudden, he was just in that. But he was Good Luck Chuck, right? Good Luck that was, Chuck, yes. And then he was one of the cooks in waiting. One of the cooks in waiting. He had so like it was a, like he was just like in all these movies, like he just started popping up, and it was just like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Crazy. And as as fast as he came in was as fast as he went out. Very fucking weird career arc. It usually works like that. I mean, like, you know, just because you're funny on your thing doesn't mean it's going to work. It doesn't always work. I mean, but as like, I'm someone who's not a fan of stand up. And that probably sounds very weird for like my tastes. I've never been able to get into stand up comedy. I don't know what it is. I just, I just I don't have, it. I don't know. I just don't like it. Love me some stand up comedy, you know. So all these guys who do these stand up specials, uh, Brian Regan, um, best. Uh, who was uh Mitch uh Mitch Hedberg? Mitch Hedberg, oh, like best. He's the fucking best. Uh, who's the the guy who fucking makes all the fucking like dead people jokes, but does it with like the most deadpan face? Anthony. Oh, uh, oh Anthony Jeselnik. That's my Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. Yes, that's my I love him. Like I I try watching these guys whenever because like it, when they do a new special it always pops up on the like oh yeah, newly added like or recommended whatever you know really I love good. comedy but for whatever reason I just can't get into stand up that makes and me sad because I love me some stand up I love going just, listening it's never been my thing I, even I'll try watch like I'll try watching the specials and I'm just like five minutes in I'm like eh, no not happening. Even the Chappelle ones, maybe the Chappelle ones I could get through because I just, I love Chappelle. Hmm. But even then, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, that was, I guess that was good. Okay. Well, that's about it for this episode of the Carl Jomez podcast. Hit him with them plugs. Oh, man. Follow us on all the social media at Carl Jomez, Facebook.com slash Carl Jomez. Uh, we've been seeing some more interaction there, which I appreciate because that's at least gets our posts in front of people. Because remember, if you don't like it, if people don't click like, the social media sites don't show it to anyone. So uh, always click like if you see it. I appreciate that. Uh, subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it. Leave a five-star review. 
If you do, screenshot it, tweet it to us at Cardjomez, and you could possibly be like our man Joey Huds this week and win an autographed Cardjomez 8x10. And who doesn't want that? Our man Jam got his in the mail this week, tweeted about it, said we made his Monday, Gomez. Can you believe that? Got a lot of J fans, Jam, Jeffs. Yeah, we got a lot of Jeffs in this in this uh, community. <laughs> and uh, we got a lot of Jeffs in the backseat of this car. Uh, <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, follow all my personal stuff at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. Gomez, uh, in a couple of weeks, I'll be in Baltimore, Maryland for Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Live 13. Ooh. Jimmy's Famous Seafood, June 24th, a Friday night. Uh, general admission tickets still available, so come hang out there, have some crab cakes, guys. I'll be the first one to tell you I'm not even the biggest seafood fan, but the food there is absolutely unreal. Gomez knows he came to the unreal, last show we did bro. at Jimmy's. Uh, yep. I might be coming to this one. Why not? Uh, actually, uh, you may have to give my brother a call. He may drive down with you then. Um, oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, other than that... Uh, Subscribe to YouTube, youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. And uh, next week we'll be back. We're doing some Jurassic Park. We're going to be dinosaurs. And I'll tell you the story of when I actually tried to become a dinosaur. Can't wait. Until next time, Joe. That's Amore, cowboy. Peace. What?